episode 16 of The Research Field, the podcast from Chagas for everyone interested in agriculture, crops, the environment, food, horticulture, forestry and rural development research in Ireland. Presented by me, science journalist Sean Duke and produced with Katrina Boyle, science communication and outreach officer at Chagask. Now, smartphones and apps are very much part of our lives and they're also becoming more a part of the lives of farmers living here in Ireland. Someone who's investigated the growing use of apps by some farmers in Ireland and the resistance to them from others is Dr. Ursula Kenny, based at the Agri-Food and Spatial Analysis Department in Athenry. I began by asking Ursula when smartphones and apps began to become an additional tool for farmers generally and for farmers here in Ireland more specifically. The world of technology is constantly evolving and so too is farming. In the past number of years, farming has gone through a complete digital revolution and it's being transformed, you know, day to day. And in Ireland, I suppose, tech development has been particularly prominent in recent years with several, you know, tech companies such as Amazon, IBM, Google, Facebook and Twitter locating, you know, their European headquarters in Ireland. But with respect then to, I suppose, agriculture, the Irish ag tech startup community has also grown rapidly here in Ireland in recent years. And this has been boosted by a number of government led initiatives. So I suppose all of this recent movement has led to the development of new smart farming tools, such as, you know, smartphone apps, which has undoubtedly influenced farmers engagement with them as an additional tool for their farming activities. Now, maybe tell me a bit about the whole concept of smart farming and uh, how much of that is going on right now in Ireland. Yeah, so smart farming really is an emerging concept um, that refers to the increasing development and update of a wide range of digital technologies, um, including, you know, digital and connected farm machinery and sensors in fields or on animals or on crops. And for many of these connected digital technologies, smartphones are actually operating as the user interface between the technology and the farmer um, himself. So just to give you an example, really, of, you know, where we'd see smart farming nowadays on farms would be, for example, a drone flying above crops and fields, which has the ability then to take a high resolution photograph, which can then automatically automatically be analysed to identify, you know, crop for disease, uh, poor soil patterns, etc. Um, and in Ireland, how much of smart farming is taking place? Um, well, what we do know is, according to the Thagas Technology Foresight 2035 report, is that the uptake of new technology amongst Irish farmers is relatively low. And also data from the European Agricultural Machinery Association report shows that Ireland's uptake in precision technology is low compared to other countries like France, Germany and Denmark. So at the moment, it's it's particularly low, I suppose, in comparison to our European counterparts. Well, I suppose the good news is then that we've lots of room for improvement. We do. Exactly. There's there's certainly room for improvement. And, um, you know, my focus of my study is is aiming to gain more of an insight, I suppose, into farmers views around, you know, smartphone technology and the use of apps for agricultural purposes. 
Now, you might be able to give me, I know you gave me one example, but say how apps and smartphones are being used by farmers generally, not necessarily Ireland, but, you know, around the world. Yeah, of course. So I suppose the value of smartphones for farming arguably is in the use of the apps. And there are a number of different ways in which, you know, smartphone apps can benefit farmers. Um, so just an example, you know, apps can be used for farm management activities. And we are now seeing, you know, more and more farmers using apps, for example, for grass measurement purposes, for monitoring their herd health um, or for recording medicines that are used on the farms and also for monitoring the use of feed or their fertilizer. Um, but I think it's also important as well, you know, to kind of note that farmers are using social media apps like, you know, WhatsApp, Twitter to also connect with other farmers and feel connected to a wider community. Um, and what we actually learned from from, I suppose, our study was that the main benefits for farmers in using smartphones and apps was that they made their life easier and um, they reduce some of the administrative burden that's associated with farming, which subsequently reduces their stress load. Um, and also some of the farmers mentioned that, you know, apps allow them to figure out more information about their farm, gives them really useful data that can then be used to improve the efficiency and sustainability of their work. Now, what are some right now, what are some of the po- popular apps that say, uh, you know, the more techie farmers are using and what can they do? Sure. So again, coming back to our own study, um, many of the young farmers in particular mentioned using um, certain apps and AgriLand uh, appeared to be a particularly popular app amongst this group of farmers. So this app is the largest daily, daily farming news portal in Ireland. Um, it's updated constantly throughout the day and basically it provides farmers with an easy way of staying attuned to all the latest agricultural news in Ireland um, and across the world. Um, and then I suppose we know in Ireland the weather is a big factor in the everyday life um, of a farmer. So unsurprisingly, the MedAaron app was also mentioned um, as a particularly popular app used by farmers in our study. And really, this app just provides farmers with, the, with the, an insight of the weather along with upcoming and future weather predictions. So I suppose they mentioned that, you know, that's particularly beneficial to them because it allows them to plan, you know, for the week ahead in accordance with the weather predictions. Um, and finally, another another app that was seemed to be quite popular was the use of Herdwatch. Um, so this app really helps to minimise the time farmers spend on compliance work. So, for example, it allows them to record, you know, legally required information such as calf births or animal weights in a matter of minutes or seconds. So these were these were just a handful of some of the apps that that farmers mentioned in our study. So really, they're potentially life changing or for their work anyway, life changing. I mean, they they have incredible potential. That begs the question then, you know, you found that many farmers weren't engaging with the technology yet. Uh, how many roughly and what, what are the reasons why they're not doing that? Um, so really, I think it's important to state here that our study was 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 run using a qualitative design. So. What that means is we were we were looking really at, you know, farmers perceptions of, you know, their attitudes and behaviours and the factors that were influencing their behaviours or in their engagement with smartphones rather than looking at, you know, numbers and statistics. So a lot of the farmers in our study didn't use smartphones, but it is important to say here that we did carry out the focus group with a lot of older cohorts of farmers. 
Um, but there definitely is a sizable number of farmers out there who are using smartphones, um, particularly the younger age group. And at the minute, there is a gap in the data because we don't actually know the extent to which smartphones are being used in the Irish farming community. All we know so far from our study is that, you know, smartphones are more popular with younger farmers. And we also know that certain cohorts of farmers do not feel confident enough to engage with smartphones or smartphone apps. So there's work to be done, but age age uh, of the farmer seems to be an issue or confidence with technology seems to be an issue. Yes, absolutely. Um, we, we did come across some barriers within the study. Um, so most farmers, with the exception again here of younger farmers, expressed that they were quite fearful of using a smartphone for work purposes. Um, and this was largely due to a lack of technological exposure to the device or a lack of skill in operating it. Um, and many of them as well stated that they were much more comfortable, you know, sticking to traditional methods of conducting their farming tasks. So, you know, whether this was submitting paperwork, you know, via the post office or keeping record of their activities in a paper based journal as opposed to an electronic app and storing, you know, physical copies of receipts at home again, as opposed to using an app. Um, also, was quite interesting and a novel finding was that a lot of the farmers lacked trust in the use of smartphones and also cost of smartphones was a barrier um, in our research. So some of the farmers in particular mentioned that they lost trust in smartphones due to, for example, negative past experiences with the device. You know, one farmer in particular mentioned that when his smartphone, you know, died or broke down, he actually lost a lot of his farm data and that this negative experience then discouraged him from making use of a smartphone in the future for farming activity. Yeah, and what about uh, the network issues then around the more rural parts of Ireland? Is that something that comes into it? That came up as well, Sean. Um, so poor internet connectivity in rural areas was, was raised as a barrier to smartphone adoption as well. Um, and many of the farmers did express that they relied heavily on, on local establishments. So for example, a pub in the residential area or on nearby neighbours for internet connection. So I suppose based on this finding, we can see, you know, that digital inequities do still exist for our farmers in Ireland. And maybe perhaps policymakers need to consider placing a higher focus on developing mobile network coverage in rural areas, or indeed app developers um, need to consider designing offline options for farmers so that they can then use apps without the, the need for internet connectivity. Yeah, and maybe there's a need, I'm sure you've thought of it, but, you know, to go around and show farmers, demonstrate the benefits, because we all like to, we're all kind of stuck in our ways and need to be shown something is better before we'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and, and that came up as well. You know, what can, what, what can we do, I suppose, to overcome some of these barriers? And many of, of the farmers themselves, um, you know, stated that we need to run some training sessions um, in the form of, you know, workshops or a smaller group discussions so that farmers can be shown exactly, you know, how to use these apps, the benefit of these apps um, and how they can engage with the apps to benefit their own farming activity. And interestingly enough, you know, um, suggestions were made to target farmers, specific target groups of farmers at a time. So, for example, run a training session with farmers who have, you know, poor IT skills as opposed to everyone being grouped into the one group and some people then naturally falling behind. 
And so finally then, I mean, is there is there a model for us like uh, another country in Europe or wherever where they're really advanced in adapting or using these uh, farming apps uh, and what can we learn from them? Absolutely. So, well, generally speaking, um, technology adoption in agriculture does seem to be lagging behind other sectors. Um, but that being said, Germany appears to be doing quite well with respect to farmers engaging with smartphones and their apps. And I think one of the main reasons for this is that, you know, scholars in Germany have actually focused their attention and have placed value on, you know, exploring farmers' underlying motivations and beliefs for engaging with smartphone technology, rather than relying on, you know, descriptive factors such as age, education, um, you know, IT level to explain farmers' behaviour. And I suppose it's easier then to work on enhancing smartphone adoption once we have an understanding of what actually motivates farmers in the first place to engage with smartphones. Another way, I think, um, and I think it's important to mention of actually overcoming, um, you know, farmers' fear or the lack of adoption is the use of, we would encourage anyway, based on our study, would be the use of a co-design approach to the development and introduction of apps. So that means actually involving farmers in the design and the development of apps alongside researchers and app developers so that they have input on the design process from the very beginning of a project. That sounds very good because they know what they need and also, you know, they want it done in a way that they understand. Exactly. And they have input from the very beginning. So they're they're empowered, I suppose, to take control to an extent of, of the, the unfolding of the technology process. And do you think finally that, I mean, it'll reach a point where farmers will just have to embrace this technology because of the need for efficiencies or because, you know, everybody else is using them? I think as Irish farmers trust increase, increases in, in mobile apps or smartphone apps, Farming certainly can continue to grow and, you know, farming life can continue to become that little bit easier and more flexible for our farmers. But as I mentioned, you know, certain farmers still do have this sense of distrust toward technology. So I think more is needed to be done to bolster their confidence levels. And again, as I mentioned, one way to negate, I think, these feel negative feelings of distrust is to give farmers more ownership over innovation design processes and working on co-producing these smartphone apps with farmers, which would in turn enhance, number one, the capability of farmers in using these apps for farming activity. Also, it will increase their trust in technology and hopefully their subsequent adoption. And that was Dr. Ursula Kenny telling us all about her investigations into how Irish farmers are increasingly using smartphones and apps. That's all for this episode. If you'd like to support the show, then please rate and review it on the iTunes podcast platform. The podcast is also available on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts and Radio Public. I'd like to wish you all good health. It's goodbye from all of us here at The Research Field. <laughs>